1: You can follow him on Twitter at @mccoolbcb. Landon, it's been a couple of days since we've last talked. You doing all right, buddy?
0: I'm doing good, you know. I heard you uh roll over and uh, just completely give up to that houston texas uh <laughs> the, the uh locked on texas guy and basically say that our team's terrible and that we're gonna get killed but uh i didn't say no, we we're gonna then, get killed listen I to said... that nonsense
1: but... <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to that part of it at the end of the show the best part of the show the prediction part but uh coming up on today's show it is our preview of the cowboys texans uh matchup on sunday night football uh, the battle for Texas. Let's go ahead and jump right in. I want to talk about the Texans' offense against the Cowboys' defense. But before we start, a couple little bits of injury news. On Thursday, Randy a Gregory. A couple.
0: <laughs> yeah, it seems like the the, the injury reports are enormous. You know, they they are. But I I, I
1: got some other news of the Texans. Just let me get there, man. I, I'm getting there. Right, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry,
0: sorry,
1: sorry. <laughs> All right. Randy Gregory, David Irving, did not practice today. David Irving was dealing with a family family issue. Uh, Jerry Jones this morning, uh, I believe it was on um, 105.3, the fan, said that he is expecting Irving to play. Randy Gregory traveled to Chicago as part of his uh, reinstatement ordeal where he has to travel uh, once a month just to kind of get a checkup and see how everything's going. He is expected to be back in Dallas on Thursday night. Uh, You guys will probably be listening into this on Friday morning. Uh, But no real surprises there on the Texans' side of the ball. uh, Wide receiver Will Fuller, who had to leave last week's game due to a hamstring injury against the Colts, uh, was limited on practice on Wednesday, limited on practice on Thursday. He said today he expects to play... As does Lamar Miller, so you could get two defense, two or an offense and a defense that are basically healthy outside of Sean Lee. Let's go ahead and talk about the matchups. I want to start with the Texans running the ball first. Uh, Miller has not been great this year; he's been okay, and he's going to be running uh, behind a very suspect offensive line. Do you even know who the best Texans offensive lineman is right now, Landon? I, I mean, is there one that's better than than the others?
0: Oh, is. Yeah, definitely. Zach Martin's brother's got to be the best one, right? I mean,
1: there's some. I, pretty... I don't even.
0: I can't even remember what his name is, though. It's, <laughs> it's Nick, Nick Martin. Martin Nick right? Martin. Yeah, but it, there's. Yeah, they've I, I, got I, a
1: pretty poor offensive line.
0: Yes, they do. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, they across the across, I mean, most of the guys are names that even offensive line types probably haven't you know heard of. I. I've never heard of Martinez Rankin. Like I don't, I don't know who that dude is, and he's playing apparently playing left tackle for them. So I, I think he was a uh, second round pick this year. I believe this is bad radio,
1: but I'm pretty sure he it was a second round pick by the team this year.
0: Well, I you know I think it's pretty <laughs> terrifying that he was a second round pick, and I feel like I studied quite a few offensive a linemen third round in this pick. draft. Third round
1: pick from the slash I, draft.
0: What what college did he go to? Um, uh, was it Mississippi State? Uh, terrible State. terrible oh you know what i do think i remember this guy he's terrible uh why is he <laughs> why, you know so anyways, they well, let's, you know listen let's
1: talk about their tackles uh, across they, they, the
0: line it's it's really just not it's there's nick martin is really the the only guy that's uh, you know right home to mom peace really i mean we'll see about this ranking guy but i know the pff doesn't like him and, and i certainly am the last person to put you know stock into into this but at the same time I have never heard of Martinez Rankin, and I think I remember him sort of from the, uh, from the Mississippi State sounds Rankin sounds right in my brain, but outside of that, I don't know any of the rest of these guys. Yeah,
1: so they were planning on having Chantrell Henderson be their starting right tackle.
0: Uh, oh, going, that's right. Yes, he
1: got hurt, so they were playing Julian Davenport, who was a fourth round pick from Villanova. Uh, and he was so bad in the first three weeks that they had to to put in a guy named Kendall Lamb, who I have never heard of in my entire life. So their tackle situation's not great. Inside, they have Zach Fulton and Sino Calamity, I think that's how you say his name. Uh, both those guys are pretty, pretty poor. Um, so can the Texans, do you think they can get anything going on the ground with this offensive line and Lamar Miller?
0: Well, uh, you know, it's it's a bad combination for them at this point. That you know, obviously, for, I, I would have to say these last few weeks, I, I feel like the Cowboys' defensive interior, at least as a run stop stopping unit, has been pretty good. You know, I think that you you've seen D- Ross and Woods and and Karan Reed come in here, and maybe they're not giving you a ton. In the pass game, but they are getting it done. It seems like mostly in the run game, and then you you add in the fact that Van Der Esch has just been an absolute monster in the opportunities he's gotten. Jalen Smith has been a uh, you know been what we've hoped for uh, at, coming into the season, uh, and has started to actually you know uh, at, attack the line of scrimmage and, and is blowing up guards and centers. I mean, I I, I have to think that it's going to be tough sledding for these guys. And, and it's kind of been tough sledding for Lamar Miller since he's been at Houston, really, he Isn't I mean, yeah. especially this yep. year. I mean, it's really just never gotten going. So I think there's not really too much reason for me to have a ton of faith outside of, you know, potentially – you know zone read stuff where they're actually you know trying to put some deception into the running. I don't know how well they're going to be able to just line up and run the football against us.
1: So I want to add this really quickly. Um, last week the Cowboys played the Lions, who have a significantly better offensive line and I would say more talent at running back with Carryon Johnson, Blunt and Theo Riddick. Um, the first play of the game, Carryon ripped off a big run, a thirty-two yard run. On the next nineteen carries. They had just 62 yards of rushing. Uh, that comes out to about 3.3 yards per carry. So the Cowboys defensive line, after that first carry last week, really got it together. Teams haven't had a ton of success running against Dallas. Uh, you know, Saecon Barkley didn't do a lot. Uh, in week three, when they played Seattle, they ran it a bunch of times, but they didn't really run it particularly well. And in, in Carolina didn't run it all that well, except for Cam Newton. So that has been an area of strength for the Cowboys this season. Let's talk about the passing attack because this is where the Texans make their money. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, obviously a star on the outside. Will Fuller, uh, the speed demon, is expected to play. Kiki Kuti, who is a slot receiver from Texas Tech, had a big week against the Colts. But it all starts with Deshaun Watson, who if you take out the first game this year when he was kind of you know, shaking off some of that rust against the Patriots, has been really phenomenal in the last three weeks with a quarterback rating of 103. Uh, He's really starting to look like the player we saw last year. How can the Cowboys stop this Texans defense this week, or offense this week?
0: Well, I I think we've kind of established that they're, I think, going to have a mismatch on the offensive line, specifically on the outside. When you you talk about a guy like DeMarcus Lawrence, specifically against these guys, I, I think that's where... You're gonna feel comfortable with that pressure. The issue here, of course, is that Watson can move, and you know he can scramble and get out of the front of the pocket and, and be a threat with his legs to a certain degree. Um, and so, I think it's not going to be enough just to have pressure on the outside. They are going to need to find a way to, you know, contain in the pocket and then collapse the pocket around him like they were playing Russell Wilson into uh, a certain degree, Cam Cam Newton. So, um, I, I think. Obviously having David Irving back this week is great because I think Irving specifically is extremely valuable against these types of players. I agree. Because he can get he can get initial penetration. He's so long that even the most elusive, you know, quarterbacks have a hard time getting stepping around him to try to get around to navigate the pocket so it almost if he can collapse it a little bit and uh then he can really give quarterbacks a, a hard time trying to you know make an initial move to get around and even if he doesn't he's so good with those long arms at getting his hands into throwing lanes and disrupting you know passing windows and that sort of thing all of that combined a controlled rush and then i also think um you know you're peppering in some Jalen Smith because I think another guy that's really good for th- these kind of situations is if you can get Jalen Smith on like a green dog where he has access to blitz if it's a uh, if if it's a free reign and there's nothing no one else to cover um, <clears throat> then I think he can be valuable too because he's so athletic and again he's also long and uh, as well it, it makes for. Kind of a wild card that Watson. Now Watson's got to pay attention to. Now Watson's got to think in his mind before he tries to escape or run out the front of the pocket. Uh, you know, I think the Cowboys match up. The, the Cowboys are one of the few teams, especially if Fuller's out, that that probably can match up okay in the secondary. I, I mean, at least at the cornerback. I like the Byron Jones Hopkins matchup more than I would if I was another team. You know, I think Byron Jones is one of the few corners who physically can match up with uh, a hopkins so um I, I like our chances if the cowboys can press their advantage uh all, all in the the line a scrimmage i think that if they can you know again exploit that advantage that then they'll they will they will have a i, I think pretty decent success uh despite a, a very talented passing attack so one of the things that that
1: I think needs to happen, and I wrote about this for the Athletic, is that the best way to beat Watson is you have to have a relentless pass rush. Because if you just rush four uh, and you expect to contain him, he's going to get outside the pocket and he's going to make plays. You need to be you know foot to the gas pedal the entire time, and you're going to probably use a lot of defensive alignment in this game. It just so happens that this might be the the healthiest the Cowboys' defensive line is going to be all season. Uh, You obviously have the three or the four defensive ends with Lawrence, Taco, Randy, and Dorrance Armstrong. That'll help. Uh, But inside, now you have David Irving. You have Tyrone Crawford. Uh, It sounds like Malik Collins may be able to play in this one. He was limited in practice the last two days. Uh, They have Daniel Ross, who you mentioned. If those four defensive tackles can get some, some pressure in this game, if they can rotate those guys in, you know, that's eight pretty, pretty quality defensive linemen that you can throw at this pretty poor Texans uh, offensive line. So, just something to keep in mind. Uh, we didn't mention their tight ends. Uh, Jordan Aikens is a rookie tight end from UCF. Uh, more of a receiving tight end than a blocking tight end. And then Ryan Griffin, uh, it doesn't do too much. Their offense runs through DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller. Those are the guys that are going to get the targets. Those are the guys that are going to put up the point. So if you can contain those guys, um, don't give up the big plays. The Texans, I think it was had a 13 explosive plays over the last two weeks. You should be able to slow down their offense. A- any final thoughts on the Texans offense against the Cowboys defense before we move on?
0: No, I I just think that uh, it's it, it can be a a good Dallas could be a good matchup here uh, if they can ex- like I said exploit the advantage they have along the offensive line if they can't then it doesn't really matter how good our our cornerbacks are because these guys are going to be able to find ways to get open if they were left too much time. All right, I want to talk about the Cowboys' offense against the Texans' defense, but before we do that.
1: Remember who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. Trust me, guys, they are your best bet this season. They have been in the business for years. They have great reviews online. And their mobile site is so easy to use. Lay down some cash and win big today. I would only recommend a service to my listeners that has been good to me in the past. And that's why I'm urging you guys to make your way to MyBookie. You win, they pay. They have in-game live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. Join now and MyBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Just use promo code LOCKEDON to activate that offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That's MyBookie. And don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON when creating your account to claim the bonus. You play, you win, you get paid. All right, I want to talk about the other side of the ball, the the Cowboys' offense against the Texans' defense. We know this is a game where the Cowboys want to feature Ezekiel Elliott. How do you think they can get it done against this pretty impressive Texans' front seven?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think, to me, they're probably going to... Uh, uh, I think last week was illuminating to a certain degree that they seem to react well to moving fast at times, you know, mixing in the, the no huddle, um, uh, allowing them to find a personnel grouping that they like, and then just hitting it over and over and over again. Um, I think that, that really gave the, the, the offense some benefits. Um, it seems kind of counterintuitive because, you know, honestly, at times we're trying to, you know, dime, dominate time of possession, run the time, the time out of the clock. But, I don't think it they need seems... to with their defense anymore. It used to be the, the <laughs> well, yeah. I think, yeah, I agree. I think that the 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 the, the, it, the necessity of doing that throughout the game, specifically, you're right. I don't know that it's necessary anymore because of the, the, how much their defense has improved. So I I I think that they should further lean into. I mean, they they had some success, I think, and I think they should further lean into. Mixing in no huddle and and moving you know at a quicker pace a little bit all these guys that are playing on this offense I I would feel certain you know have experience doing that at this point you know and and Prescott and Elliott obviously did a lot of it in college so let's 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 you know if it's going to help them get into a rhythm and help them you know get points I I think especially against this this defense it's going to be helpful to get into eleven personnel. Um, you know, maybe 10 personnel and, and, and just, and find ways to, um, get moving, get going quickly. And, because I think that the running game will work, uh, but I, I worry that if you crowd the line in, in a 3 4 with a lot, all this talent with Clowney, with Watt, with, you know, I don't know that Merciless has been playing a great, so great this year, but I mean, him on the outside. And I, I just, I feel like, you're it's gonna it's gonna be a lot of running into brick walls you probably find some success but you're also going to probably find a, a, a face full of clowny and a face full of wad every once in a while so i tend to think that they need to kind of f- find a way to spread things out a little bit uh and then uh, you know i would rely on rpo game because i think you can find ways to get Preferable running situations, and then in situations you don't, you, you shouldn't be afraid to throw, swing the ball out in the, into the flat on a screen or or sh- throwing short passes. This cornerback crew on the outside is not very talented, and you should nice. They're The they're ca- terrible, and they and they're now also on top of that hurt. So I, I think the Cowboys should find ways to exploit them safely because I, I mean, you can definitely get down the field and try. You know, Jackson's a, a better. Player than I guess the cornerbacks are, but I, I you know I, I, and I think you sh- you could definitely try him and get downfield on him, but I think you can also find ways to safely and efficiently uh, you know attack these corners in short routes and make them try to tackle you know and and try to draw the defenses outside and make the defenses. Make the def- the interior guys think. Okay, I got to get outside to you know because they're getting the ball out quick. It's just another thing that that defenses have to worry about, you know. And then also splitting Elliott out there and giving screens. and, You know, it's it, how they're going to play the the Cowboys against the run will will help you dictate like how you want to attack these these cornerbacks. But I think that you should be able to find success outside passing the ball. You know, in certain situations, pretty regularly, especially with you know your more talented guys like Beasley and and you know Tavon Austin. I think you put Tavon out there, you you have him run down the field and see what are they trying to do to stop him.
1: All right, really quickly, Andrew Luck last week. We know that he is coming off a shoulder injury. Uh, we know that he he still can't really drive the ball down the field. Threw for four hundred and sixty four yards against this Texan defense with. Both of his starting tackles missing the game and his starting right guard. Now, T.Y. Hilton was also knocked out of this game early on in the first quarter, and these were the receivers that Andrew Luck was throwing to. Are you ready? Chester yes, Rogers, Zach Pascal, oh, yeah. Marcus Johnson, Mo Moe Cox, and Neheim Hines were his
0: top receivers last week,
1: throwing for now, Neheim- 164 yards, though.
0: Yeah, Neheim Hines is a dude, but yeah, the rest of those guys... I, whatever. I mean, I, you know, what does that tell you? Like, to, I mean, when you see that and you've it, like, did you watch that game? Yeah, I
1: actually watched it yesterday. Um, you can throw all of the secondary. If you, if you have decent protection And the Colts, actually win a couple of different times. They had uh, some max protects in theirs, but there was guys running free all game long. Uh, their linebackers are particularly terrible in coverage. Uh Yes. And, yeah. It's um, Zach Cunningham and Bernardrick McKinney. They're both bigger guys, and they're both pretty good at stopping the run. But my goodness, they are terrible uh, guys at covering out of the backfield. So if you can get uh, Ezekiel Elliott matched up against one of those guys, uh, you know even one of your tight ends, I love that matchup. <laughs>
0: Well, and also, I'm pretty sure that they're putting Math uh, Tyron Mathau down as a, like a dime linebacker when they're going, you know, in three receiver sets at times. From just from what I'm seeing, the snap distribution. How did you pronounce so, his uh, name, Tyron Matthew? Oh, I thought you said Mathis. I was
1: going to say that's okay. Oh, <laughs> did, maybe i did i, I was thinking
0: of uh, of that's right uh, honey Whatever, badger you guys no, yeah but, sorry. He's honey the, badger yeah he's the most like I, yeah. a linebacker
1: in passing situations yeah, they so, like justin uh, reed mean, that's the other thing they they like their safeties in Kareem jackson and justin reed and that's why they're they're trying to get all three in the field is basically what they're trying well, to
0: do well but how do you feel about you know having cunningham and and honey badger back there as the linebackers if they yeah i mean i'm running the ball every time Absolutely. you know what i'm saying cuz I, I i feel like i can get my at least a hole through some part of that line. And and if I can, I love the matchup of Zeke versus those linebackers one-on-one. I mean, the linebackers, I use that very liberally. I mean, Matthew's all of, what, 180 pounds? Yeah, 185 like pounds? Yeah, probably like Yeah, that. so, I mean, that's yeah, there you go. So, I, I, yeah, I, I think that the best bet is spread these guys out, see how they are trying to play you, and then uh, you know, attack the easily exploited spots. I mean, Wester, Wester Webster, and Joseph on the outside. I think is where you start. But then I, again, I, I don't know that they're complete as a, as a as a front seven the way that everyone kind of imagined them being their, going into the season. Their, I guess. their
1: names carry more power than the play. JJ uh, Watt's starting yeah. to play like the player we saw before, but uh, Jadavion Clowney's been battling some some lower body injuries. He's pretty clearly not the same pass rusher he was last year. Uh, Whitney Mursil is a player that I've really loved for a long time. Uh, he's coming off a torn ACL, and he still doesn't look right. Uh, they've been using um, Duke for a guy that if you're a, a draft yeah. snob, we yeah. like a lot. Uh, no, but right, it, it's, it looks like a, a weird group that they're kind of throwing out there. They look a little bit slow and a little bit old. It's going to be interesting to see how Uh, They stopped the Cowboys' offensive line. Now, one real quick note. Their corners.
0: How are uh, we going to stop DJ Reader? Because that's honestly the best guy on that defense. My man DJ Reader from Clemson. Got to get him off the field. Yeah, he has a lot of raw power, too.
1: So I'm a little bit nervous (laughs) about him. But uh, their cornerbacks. um, Jonathan Joseph, Sharice Wright. Not very good. Yes, But their slot corner, Aaron Colvin, when he's just in the slot, is a good player. Now he's out for this game. He, I believe, he's going to be out for the next several weeks. Um, they, yeah, again, they don't really have a a slot corner on their roster. Uh, the guy that probably could do it is Tyron Matthew, but I'm not sure you want Tyron Matthew out there covering slot guys. Uh, it, it, that's going to be interesting to see.
0: Uh, you know, it'd be interesting if maybe they kick Sharice Wright in. You know, but I I agree. Like I think that's another reason why you should be putting a third receiver out there or a third body split out out there because you should be trying to force them into their nickel or dime because I think that, you know, they're, they just don't have the personnel at this point to kind of line up. Now I agree with you because they like Jackson and because they like Justin Reed, I would not be surprised if Tyron Matthew was the one that they put out there because I think that like, uh, you know, They'll—he's a playmaker, and you know they'll convince themselves sure. that this is why they signed him and all this stuff. I agree, though, if they're putting him out there on Beasley, like everybody, I'm everybody clear that. out, everybody clear out. Let's get let Beasley and this guy go one on one. You know, so I would be running everybody deep and then let Beasley run a option route against him all day because I, I I don't think that he's equipped to. Cover Beasley without using his, all his hands and his yeah, he arms. Yeah, you can't stop him. Let's just be honest. But all right,
1: <laughs> yeah, that finishes our preview. Let's do the most important part of the show, uh, oh where we make God. our predictions. Uh, I, I think you're two and two on predictions this year. I think, or did you predict the Lions would win last week?
0: <laughs> I don't. I don't care. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I don't remember. All right,
1: I, you can redeem yourself because I'm pretty sure you picked the Lions last week. <laughs> okay, Landon, okay. who is I, going to win this game yeah. and why?
0: i i think the cowboys are gonna win because i i think that they're you know if you look at the way the offense has gone it's it's gotten it's gotten progressively better it's it's it is a progression you know so i i think they played what was previously thought of as the top passing defense in the nfl you know last week and Dak. It, against type and against the the you know all the thought that everyone had previous to that week played more aggressively and threw the ball into tight windows threw the ball down the field and uh you know ultimately had a pretty decent game against you know 260 yards is not exactly something to write home about this you know and in, in nowadays, but it was certainly enough to, to get them to win the game. And I think that the point being is that he's trying, he's making steps. They're making steps as a passing offense, you know, each week. Now, the question this week, like it is, I think ultimately will be for the rest of the season, is can the Cowboys provide the pass protection? For Dak, that he requires to, to be involved, to be efficient in the passing game, because that's where, obviously, he still is developing, is throwing the ball when under pressure, dealing with pressure while standing in the pocket. They have some pass rushers. The Cowboys have some pass blockers. It will be, obviously, an interesting matchup there. And then on the other side of the ball, I think that the Cowboys actually have a good matchup here. I I think that uh, this is not something that it's an automatic win, but the advantage that they have along the the defensive line versus their offensive line, again, if they can take advantage of it, should negate a lot of the efficiency that uh, Watson and and them will look for. They probably will continue to try to hit big plays. The Cowboys need to find a way to stop the bleeding on the back end on some of that, but I think that they will, and I think the Cowboys uh, will win the game –
1: Twenty-four to seventeen. Okay, I was waiting for that score prediction. Um, let, I, I have no feel for this game. Uh, last week, I actually felt pretty good that the Cowboys were going to win that because I felt that they could like they could really run on Detroit. I, I just don't know how to feel about this one because they've got so much talent on their roster. The Texans do, but their depth at certain spots is so spotty that y- you just never know. So. I think Deshaun Watson and his receivers are good enough to put up 27 points in this game. I'm just not sure the Cowboys' offense is going to be able to do it. I'm picking the, I'll I'll, I'll pick the Texans 27 to 23, um, in, in a tight Sunday night game. If, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. It's
0: it's whatever. Cowboy fans can get over it.
1: All right, that's it for today's that's, show.
0: That's usually the case too. So, <laughs> thank <laughs> you guys. If you're for... wrong, then you are wrong. Yes. No, but
1: there's there's a reputation about me now on the show. I don't know that
0: I I, <laughs> I don't know how I get how you got it. It's, it's it's just completely out of the blue.
1: No, I'm talking about my record prediction, not not my brand. Oh per- oh oh,
0: you, you're 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 Nostradamus as far as record as far as guessing these things. That that's why it's, it's so embarrassing pure, for it's,
1: me. It's pure luck. <laughs> but that's <it. laughs> all right. That's it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow Landon at McCoolBCB. You can follow the show at Cowboys, And I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy this week of football. We will see you guys next week.